This is Get a Real Job, the podcast devoted to people who choose risk over safe bets, who pursue their passion against all odds and are doing what they want, how they want, despite people and sometimes the voices in their own heads telling them they're nuts. When the field that I wanted to work in didn't exist, I created it. The only thing you have to decide is how hard you want to work. I really never went into the design of the restaurant of not succeeding. One way or another, I was going to succeed. I'm your host, Dan Bova, editorial director of entrepreneur.com. Thanks for listening. And now, get a real job. Hey, this is Dan, and welcome to another special episode of Get a Real Job in our ongoing series devoted to people and businesses that are focused on sustainability and reducing environmental impact. Today, we're talking with Brett Heffes, chairman and CEO of Winmark Corporation, which is North America's leading franchiser of sustainable resale brands like Plato's Closet, Played Against Sports, and Once Upon a Child. Now, between all of these stores, Winmark estimates that they are recycling five items per second. Not too shabby, Brett. Is that true, first of all? I got to ask. Yeah, absolutely. Um our mathematicians tell us that it is, but yes, it absolutely is true. Uh, <laughs> That's it's fan- pretty, yeah, it's pretty massive when you think about our impact. Uh, that is fantastic. So why don't you, if you can, for, for people, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows about these, uh, about these stores, but can you talk a little bit about them and the overall, uh, mission of, uh, Winmark? Sure. Um, Dan, I, I got, depends how much time you have, but no, I can talk all day long. <laughs> Um, you know, we not not many people know about Winmark, the company, uh, but they do know about our brands. And what we are is a resale company. And actually, we are the resale company. And we've been focusing on, you know, small business formation and sustainability since the late 80s, you know, before any of this was trendy or hip. I was going to say, well, the, the, it wasn't trendy then. <laughs> Does it count? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and, you know, this whole concept of reduce, reuse and recycle, it's it's kind of in our DNA and it's core to our mission of providing resale for everyone. And and what that means to us is that. Hey, Brett, uh, sorry, I just want to interrupt and let everyone know Brett isn't being abducted by aliens. That noise you're hearing, there's someone's mowing the lawn in the background. So every once in a while you might hear it. So sorry. Continue. Yeah, no problem. Um, what. Um, we were talking about resale and you know what that means to us is that our stores, our franchisees, our principals, not agents in a direct consumer transaction. And, you know, you mentioned some of our brands at the start of this, but it's really simple in terms of how the process works. Um, when you or a consumer sort of walks into any of our stores, uh, Plato's Closet, Once Upon a Child, Play It Again Sports, Style Encore or Music Around, you bring in your gently used items with you. And that could be apparel, it could be hockey skates, it could be a guitar. And the associate in the store will take a look at the inventory, take a look at what you brought in, evaluate it, and give you an offer to purchase it. And if you accept that, um, we, you know, the store pays you cash on the spot. And it's just a win-win for the consumer, it's a win-win for the store owner, and it's a win-win for the environment. So it's just a super exciting thing that's great for the uh environment and great for the community. That that's fantastic. I, I love that. Um, what, I mean, how many store, how many locations are, are in your umbrella and you know, how many, how many items do you think get recycled on any given year? 
Yeah, well, the, last year we recycled 158 million items. That's it? That's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and and not, I don't know that number really, but uh, but no, that's that's exactly how we worked into that, the five, five per second. So yeah. it's 100, 158 million uh, a year, and that boils down to 432,000 a day and five per second. So it's pretty compelling. Um, and we have 1,277 stores as of today all across North America. And, and we really view these things as sort of locally owned buying centers. You know, mm. part, they are stores, but they're more about buying from the community and putting money into the community. And that's really what our purpose is. And I, I love this because, you know, I, I have uh, sons who are a little bit older now and they, they grew up playing all kinds of different sports, which means my garage is filled with stuff that, uh, you know, we have no longer have any use for, but it's still in pretty good shape and you, you don't want to throw it out. You, but finding someone to give it to it, some, sometimes it just ends up sitting there forever. Cause you just can't think of a, a an easy way to get rid of it. So I, I kind of love, I really love this. And also just, you mentioned hockey state skates, my kids played hockey and it's like every year I got to buy new skates. It's, it gets really expensive for just like one season of, of his foot being that size. So it's such a great idea. Yeah, we, um, we agree with you. Um, and we find that a lot of people, we're trying to get our message out so that people will actually clean out their garages and bring us their skates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, as soon as we hang up, I'm going to, I'm going to load up the car. Um, and I don't know if you're a golfer, Dan, but like we recycled 189,000 clubs last year alone. Wow. So just think about that. So uh, are you, are you the, the landfill's worst enemy? Yeah. I mean, that's funny you say that, but yeah, that's our, our biggest competition is the landfill. And yeah. that's another reason why we're trying to tell our story. So how did you, how did you personally get involved here? Has this always been something that you were drawn to or did you get involved with it? And then it, it was a passion that grew, uh, you know, at once you were in the business. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I was reflecting a little bit, uh, preparing frankly for this, for this session today. And I was just, I was thinking about that because I thought you might ask. Um, and I noticed that you're, you're from New York, right? Yes, New York right. area. Yeah. Well, I grew up in New Jersey uh, and my folks, my grandparents lived in Brooklyn. So as a child, we took that drive very frequently um, across, across Staten Island into Brooklyn. And when I was a kid, and I really hadn't thought about this in years other than preparing for this, but we used to pass this landfill on the way. And my dad, this isn't verified, by the way, but my dad said to me, this is the largest landfill in the world. Yeah. And it really spurred a lot of conversations as a very young person uh, about how is this thing is massive and how is it so big and what are all these birds doing? Yeah. And, and the odors and everything. So we we talked a lot about, you know, recycling and waste in general. So at a very early age, it was something that was sort of with me. And my first job out of college. Um, it was on Wall Street, but it was, it, I worked for an investment bank, a traditional investment bank, but the industry coverage group I was in was pollution control and environmental services. And it was a very exciting time because the uh, Clean Air Act, there were some amendments to the Clean Air Act in 1990 that got passed. So a lot of the companies were doing some very interesting, innovative things. Yeah. So, it, you know, I can't say I grew up wanting to really focus on this, but given some of the background and the fact now that I've been at the company for 20 years, it just, it felt like, it felt like it was the right path, you know? And once I got here, it was really clear what we were doing, the impact we were having. And it, 
it feels good to do this for a living. There's a lot of ways to make a living, but I truly know that what I'm doing is really helpful. So that that's uh, gives me a lot of a lot of pride, actually. That's great. That's awesome. And man, you gave me such a flashback. So we used to drive from Long Island to my uh, grandparents in Brooklyn, and me and my brother knew we were getting close when we when we got the smell of the dump. You know. <laughs> So you gave me a, a total flashback there. Yeah, well, um, I apologize for that. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> well, that that that's awesome, and you know, and what's so great, obviously, too, is you've got this incredible business out of this. So it's it's not just. Uh, I mean, it's great that you're helping save the earth, but you're also creating uh, job opportunities for people. It's pretty great. Yeah, and that's something that is really part of our purpose too. It's like, we say we're about two things here. We say we're about sustainability and about small business formation. And the fact is we have 800, approximately 850 franchisees that own all these individual stores and the stories. I mean, it could be a whole nother session about the stories of our franchisees and what they've been able to accomplish because we've met each other along the way. It's really exciting to be a part of. So now I have to imagine that, uh, with the, with the, in the, at least in the early days of the pandemic, you know, that, that must've put some kind of dent in people wanting to get used stuff or am I wrong? Well, short term. Yeah. The first 60 days, there was a dent cause no one would leave their house. Right. But once it was clear that we were all going to make it, yeah. uh, things got back to normal very, very quickly and then started accelerating. So right. yeah, things, things worked out really well. It was a pretty hairy 60 day period there from, you know, mid March to, to early May. More coming up from our guests, but first, a word from our sponsor. Who doesn't want to do right by the planet? Well, one of the easiest ways is to use paper, and another is to choose products that come in paper-based packaging. Because paper comes from trees, a natural and renewable resource. And here in the U.S., private forest owners carefully maintain healthy forests and their habitats to provide our essential paper products. And those products can be recycled up to seven times. Thanks to innovative design solutions, everyday items from cosmetics to liquid detergents are now using paper-based packaging, making it easier than ever for consumers to do good for the planet. And the same goes for business owners. Choosing paper-based packaging materials is a great way to take the sustainable path forward that also gives back. So choose paper and help America's forests thrive. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com. And we're back. So how do you, um, you know, that's quite a lot of, of stores. Like, how do you kind of keep your arms around uh, something so big uh, and keep like, you know, a corporate culture that trickles down to all those different shops? Yeah, I mean, well, the main reason is I got great team members. So this isn't a one person show. You don't I, do the whole thing. I really don't. I try to do as little as possible. <laughs> um, we have some really high quality, long tenured people that understand our mission. And one of the things that we've kind of redone over the past 24 months is redefining ourselves and redefining what, what resale for everyone means. So when you have, when you are the resale company and your mission is to provide resale for everyone, everyone knows what to do. So it's really easy to set that tone and have everybody execute. Yeah. So that's the, that's the way we do it. And one of the great things about our model as a company is that 
um, we don't own the individual stores. You know, we're looking for franchise partners and they all the stores are owned and operated locally. So we think this distributed model with local ownership is actually a better way to do resale. Um, and that's how we get it done. So we have a very small corporate staff. It's 85 people. And that's that's who's kind of responsible for that one point four billion in in retail sales across North America. So how do so for for someone maybe listening to this who is intrigued by what you're doing and thinks about opening their own franchise? How how do they go about it? What's that process like? Yeah, it's a it's a really great process. But the way to start that process is to just go to our website, winmarkcorporation.com or winmarkfranchises.com and fill out an application. Mm-hmm. And you, you basically fill out an application and then one of our people will get in touch with you and we'll sort of talk you through kind of what your passion is and um, what your background is and look at your qualifications. But we're trying to find people that we can qualify both operationally and financially and see if they're a good fit for being a part of this brand. Um, But once we sort of start talking to them, they come in for a discovery day where we learn about them and they learn about the company and our individual brands. uh, And then we see if, if uh, we want to, you know, get together long-term. So in, in terms of becoming a, a, a franchisee, like, can you talk a little bit about, you know, what, what makes a great fit and maybe what doesn't? Sure. Um, what, what makes a great fit is someone who's passionate about the business. Mm. So you talked about played against sports earlier, Dan, but you know, people that are passionate about local sports, we have people, high school coaches, for example, um, they understand some of the challenges of some of these families in getting equipment. So they understand about our focus on used gear and, and why that's important. So that is really uh, a key. And that could be guitars with, with our music business. It could be, it could be women's apparel. It can be any of our brands, but having a passion for the underlying business is really important because we're not looking for absentee owners to just buy a vending machine and clip coupons. We're looking for people to be active in the stores and active in the community. So that's really one. And the second thing is actually really straightforward, but you'd be surprised. We just want people to follow the model. So if you want to do it your own way, um, you could, you should just open your own resale shop. But if you want to do it our way, where we know you're going to be successful if you follow the model, we're a really good fit for you because we've made, we and our partners have made every mistake possible over the last 30 years. And <laughs> we, if you if you just follow the model, you don't have to make that mistake again. You know? <laughs> what, are, what, what are some of your favorite mistakes? Oh, gosh. Uh, in terms of, in terms of operate, you know, what mistakes operators make or what mistakes we've made or me personally. I mean, that could be, yeah. what, what do you want to know? <laughs> Look, we don't have three hours here. No, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, wh- well, just operating the business or just, you know, seeing how things run, maybe not, maybe favorite isn't the right word, but w- what's, uh, what's something that you guys, uh, a nut you guys were able to crack, like you figured something out. Yeah. I, I think what we believe we've figured out is that the comment I mentioned earlier is about that we're a locally owned buying center. Mm. I think it takes a while for people to understand that while we do sell products, obviously, um, that's not the reason people come to us. You know, if you're a traditional retailer and you're having a slow day, you have to be promotional. You have to mark down your goods. You know, you have to run a clearance sale. You have to do things to generate traffic. We have a built-in way in our business model to have people come to our stores. 
which is bring us your stuff and we're going to pay you. Like yeah. we're going to give you cash. All you have to do is come visit us. Right. Right. And, right. and, and your, and your things have to be, you know, gently used. We don't want, you know, we don't want your hockey stick from 1974, you know, <laughs> right. but, but, and that's it. So you, the mindset takes a while sometimes to get people, you know, interested in it and, and understanding it completely, but that's the mindset we buy. We buy, buy, buy. And that's what we want to do. We're going to probably buy that song maybe if we can uh, get those rights right, one day. Yeah. We're well, not there yet. <laughs> but that's that's really, of all the mistakes, the biggest mistake any of us could ever make is not buying, not advertising we're buying, not standing on the mountaintop and shouting as loud as we can. Bring us your gently used items and all we want to do is give you cash. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a pretty good deal. Uh, <laughs> how is, how are, how is there not a, a reality show based around, uh, any of your, your stores? It sounds like it would be a natural fit. I would yeah, imagine it, there's some unique yeah. people and items that walk in that door. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, you know, we've talked about that. We've been approached by some things that weren't appropriate, but, um, yeah, you know, some of it's just, it's onesies. It's, it's a, it's, it's a top, you know, it's a pair of jeans. It's not like, uh, anything, you know, from your basement that was from the revolutionary war. So (laughs) maybe the product class is the reason why, but I'm sure we've sold some really interesting guitars over the years with some stories behind them. Um, you know, that we could probably gin up. What was, so what, what's the name of the, the music based, uh, store music around music around Okay. music around. And, and that's our, that's our smallest concept in terms of footprint, but it's it's one of our most powerful concepts. It's got a really active e-commerce business, and those owners are just incredible because they're so passionate about music and playing in bands in their communities. And yeah. uh, it's just a really fun store to be in if you're a musician. I gotta I gotta check that out because I'm a uh, a pandemic. Uh, I'm gonna finally learn how to play guitar, kind of guy. And I'm terrible and I'm convinced it's because I don't have the right guitar. If I can just get the right guitar, I'll be amazing. That sounds good. Well, (laughs) musicaround.com, Dan, we can set you up. All right. I'm definitely (laughs) going to check that out. I'm definitely going to check that out. Well, uh, I mean, I, I just, I just, I love the concept. I think it just as a business, it's, it's amazing. And how, again, how it's preventing stuff from winding up in that smelly um, landfill that we got to cruise by so much in our youth. Uh, I, I think it's a pretty incredible thing that you're doing. Well, thank you. Uh, we, we, we think so. And like I said, we have really good partners helping us out and um, it's, it's really exciting to be a part of. So what, uh, again, just, uh, if you could direct people, cause you know, we do get a lot of people at entrepreneur interested in franchises. So what, where should they, uh, where can they get the, the road started? Yeah. Winmarkcorporation.com or winmarkfranchises.com. Either of those websites. Excellent. Excellent. Or well, call me directly and we'll take care of you. Don't yeah. worry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Hey Brett, it's been really great talking to you and, and hearing about what you're up to. So thanks so much for taking the time. Yeah, you're welcome, Dan. Thank you so much. All right. And, uh, and of course, now that we're done, the, the lawnmower guy's done. So, uh, the perfect timing. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks a lot. Take care. All right. Take care. That's our episode, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Get a Real Job comes out every Tuesday. So be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you harvest your favorite podcasts. Leave us a review. Give us a share. Don't make me beg people. 
Go to entrepreneur.com for new episodes of this and to listen to our other great podcasts. Thanks.